Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It was one of the, the really fantastic stories. We are just filled, we know, with tragedy. This world is filled with tragedy, and the news has figured out that people will watch tragedy. Um, it's an unfortunate truth that there is more hard in life sometimes than there is good and, uh, uh, and overcoming. But once in a while, you get a win. A lot of times we don't get to celebrate these kinds of incidents and the way this turned out. Just eight days ago, this heart-stopping surveillance video captured the moment four-year-old Xavier Rigney began to drown at a Lawrence apartment complex pool. My friends were yelling at me to get, go get help. 12-year-old Maddox Westerhouse ran to get his dad, Tom, who climbed the fence, pulled Xavier out of the water, and began CPR. thought that I just couldn't stop is what, until I knew that that everything worked out. After two minutes and 41 seconds, Xavier came to. Responders arrived shortly after, but say if Tom hadn't jumped in, it may have been too late. Xavier would have, could have been still under the water without really anything happening until we got there. Mom Alexis Rigney says she was tending to her four-month-old when she realized Xavier, who has autism, was missing and the door was open. I don't know what I would have done if his son wouldn't have been out there and, you know, seen him in the pool. She was emotional as she met the people who saved her son for the first time. I'm just glad that he's okay now, and he's my best friend, so I don't know what I would do without him. Hey, Tom, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. What a fantastic job, man. I appreciate that. No, man, it's just, and, and I know it's just what you do, but there's so many times in this <laughs> life where it doesn't turn out the way it did that day. Yeah. You, uh, so tell me, walk me through this. Your son is out. Was he by himself? There's another kid, right? Yeah, yeah, he was playing with his friends. Uh, that's the apartment complex that we're at is where that pool is. And, and so tell me, walk me through what happened that day. I was just upstairs um, getting dinner ready. He was out there playing, and he just came running upstairs and said that uh, there's a baby in the pool. And I didn't know quite sure how severe that situation was. I, I threw on my shoes, went downstairs. Uh, when I rounded the corner and saw other people trying to get in the fence, that's when I really knew it was a dire situation. And isn't it funny? Like, you knew instantly you just go over the fence. There's no, there's no, there's no trying at this moment. You just have to do it. And it's not that those people didn't want to help, but there is a thing that happens with people. Like, there's a barrier, and so they accept the barrier. And it's, it's what I think called normalcy bias. They just, they've never been not able to get it. You know, this fence is locked, so you can't get in, and so you have to accept it. And it takes somebody who goes, no, this has to change right now. So you hop the fence pretty quickly. Yeah, definitely. It was—it all seemed like a blur, honestly. I was glad there was actual footage so I could see what, how it actually played out. And so you—you uh, mean you hit that two steps? You're in the water, and that kid came out in one motion. Yeah. And so, how did you know to do the compressions? Honestly, I—I 
I'm not sure. I was a, I think I mentioned I was a lifeguard, but that's been like 15 years ago. And I, I never had to do CPR before, but I just realized that seemed like the logical thing to start doing. Well, yeah, because you, you, you know, especially as a lifeguard or just in the moment, if you're, if you're able to think through, yeah, the kids definitely ingested water. This he's going to be filled up with fluid. You've got to get it out. Yeah. And so, so tell me what, what happens in that next couple minutes. In that next couple minutes, I, I started the chest compressions immediately, but I did not realize it would have to take so long. I, I stopped a little bit in between those two minutes because that footage is edited. Right. And then stopped a little bit, just checked some more things, finally started back up again. He started coughing up yeah. water. Yeah, you he, he would cough up water. You got him to the side. You check his, his pulse to see if his heart was beating. So to see, you know, yeah, obviously yeah. If, you, if you need to continue with the compressions. Yes, yeah. And so, and so what happens? He, he coughs in that moment. You go, oh, thank God. <laughs> that was a great feeling. <laughs> yeah. Did his eyes open? It did at that time, yeah. Oh. Started screaming. That was kind of. You know what? With me for a little bit. I'll tell you what. Think about it. It it could be no better sound in the world. Right. Yeah. You know, I I know it's it's he was scared, and I can only imagine. But man, can you imagine? Can you even think of a better sound than that kid being able to scream? (laughs) Nope. Nope. And uh, when you look back on it now, how do you feel? Oh, it it definitely gives me a greater appreciation for our first responders because. There was a ton of emotions that day and after the incident for a while. And for them to do that every day, I definitely have a great appreciation for our first responders. Yeah, because, again, we're all well-intentioned. And I do think we we wonder, faced with a situation, how will we respond? And there's Mm -hmm. millions of different scenarios. But in the moment, you knew it had to happen. And even though those people were all trying to help, that the simple thing, and it's just something that locks up inside of us. Some of us will move forward some of us will not and uh, and you did that day and that kid's alive because of that yeah. and you know he may have right. he may have survived the drowning but man the damage that gets done you know the time of it without oxygen it, it's really it's super terrible yeah yeah that was that seemed like the miraculous part he, as far as i could tell he was doing just fine when i met him at the press conference and yeah, be well, under for that long. Yeah, I'm not sure. Well, no, long. less than three minutes. You know, right around that mark, you're still you still have a, a really great chance of being fine. But if you, if you okay. hadn't come along, and you know, you talk about five minutes, six minutes, seven minutes, they might not have even been able to revive him. Yeah. And you have to be proud of your son to, yes. in that moment as well, okay. knowing had the right. wherewithal to go and yell for help from you. Uh, yeah, I have been telling that every day. <laughs> like, so glad you didn't freeze or a number of other things. Yeah, <laughs> sure. No, no. He knew the one guy he could count on was his dad. Yeah. That, that is also a, a huge, a huge point, I think. He, uh, and how old's your son? He's uh, 12? 12. 12. Yep. Dude, Pretty not, awesome family. Uh, yeah. No, uh, clearly you're doing, doing the right thing. And uh, <laughs> the, the, of course, the poor little guy's mom is that poor lady. You know, she turns for one second. You know, a four-year-old could open a door and be out that door and just with in a blink. Yep. I, definitely having a son of my own. I know how fast and easy that can happen. Yeah. Yeah. And how has she been towards you? I, I mean, obviously, she's very thankful. But uh, anything special? Yeah. Uh, no. It, it was really great to meet her at the press conference and everything. Yeah. 
I haven't been in touch really lately or since then, but right. Right, and uh, and that little boy. So, but you guys, like your son and that little boy, will will see each other all the time at the because you all live at the same apartment complex. Yeah, yeah, they, they do actually. My son rides his bike around, and he's like, he comes and tells me, "Hey, wave and talk to Xavier. He was at the window and stuff." Mm-hmm. Ah, super uh, great. That's good. Yeah, it's Dude, awesome. We live in a world where it just doesn't always work out for the good guys. For once, it really did, right. and I'm uh, I'm just I'm just proud for you, man. What a what a, a great human being you are, and uh, and thank you. I appreciate that. Yep. Listen, uh, I'm going to put you on hold. And anything we can do for you, it's. It, it, I mean, it's, it's. I feel like it's nothing, but any of the shows we've got coming up, any of the concerts, any of the stuff we've got, man, if you'd like to take your, your 12-year-old son uh, to Monster Trucks, I'll give you a four-pack of tickets. If you want to go see some rock and roll yourself and take an, an adult, man, uh, we'll hook you up with every single thing we have, I promise. Oh, awesome. Thank Jake, you. will you take care of him? Whatever he wants. All right. Uh, hey, thank you, man. Thank you very much, Tom. All right. Thanks for having me on. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.